0: the book was better hello and welcome everyone to the book was better podcast my name is kaylee clark i'm taylor colette and today we are covering another uh book slash movie controversy it's uh Is it a controversy? It's a real doozy. I feel like everyone agrees this one's bad. People who haven't read the book, from what I've heard, people who haven't read the book like this movie. Really? I don't know how. I don't even think it's a good movie just standalone. It's not. It's really not. So. (laughs) teach each their own, I guess. Today we will be talking about Christopher Paolini's Aragon. Luckily, the entire Inheritance series was not turned into movies. Just the first one was destroyed and disgraced. Can you tell my opinions on it already? Is it that is am I being too obvious? Um, But before we dive into it, uh, any announcements, I guess, or things to share, Taylor? Nope. It's early. So, I am tired. So, we'll see. It's where not even my brain that early. Goes. It's 9 a.m. It's not like it's 6 a.m. or anything. Yeah, but. We have recorded at 6 a.m. your time before. Okay. It's true. <laughs> it's true. All righty. Well, um, I guess we'll just dive into it then. So, Aragon line up the people we can blame for this atrocity. The movie, okay. So the book was published in two thousand and two, and the movie came out in two thousand and six. So I read, and I read this book, probably not the year it was published, but like the year after. Like I read Pretty this soon. book when I was like, I read this book when I was nine. Yeah, and I loved it. I read it with our dad. Mm-hmm. We we would do this thing where it's like we'd read every other page aloud to each other, and we would do like a chapter a night before bed. Um, very fond memory. It probably heavily impacts how much I like this book and probably impacts just how much I hate the movie. OK, <laughs> I mean, that's that's very similar to my feelings on The Hobbit. Yeah, so it it's just a fond memory I have um, reading with my dad as like an eight or nine year old. OK, the movie came out in 2006. And again, I remember going to see it like if not opening night, like the first week it was out, okay? Very excited and then very disappointed. But probably because I was a child, um, I felt like the movie, I felt like the book had been out longer before the movie came out. Mm -hmm. But it was only four years until it became a movie. And again, when it comes to production time and filming time, they probably started making it a movie only like two or three years after the book had been published. So... Which interesting is quick, not the quickest we've seen, no, it's pretty dang quick. <laughs> I think there were some Typically, where it was... turnaround time is like five five to six years. that's the typical turnaround time we see from popular books mm. lately yeah, but so this this seems pretty quick um but it's kind of cool, like Christopher Paolini public like he wrote this book while he was still in high school, you know insane, like, just' insane. totally insane. Um, And it is a very cool story. Like, obviously drew inspiration from classic fantasy books like Lord of the Rings. Mm -hmm. But, hey, go back downstairs. (laughs) I have a child. Hi, Kiki. Um, Okay, I love you, but we don't have much time because Mama has to record this before work. Okay, thank you. Um, What was I saying? Oh, yeah, like, obviously he drew inspiration, but at the same time, like... He's a strong writer. And yeah, he really likes to go into great detail about some things, but he built his whole world, his own world with his own language and rules around magic and spells. And so it's very cool. Okay, and the movie just really doesn't show that. So, um, who can we blame for this? The movie was directed by Stefan Fangmeier, We used to kind of discuss a little bit, like, who do you really blame when when the story is so off between the book and the movie? Is it the director's fault or is it the screenplay writer's fault? I think in this case, it's everyone's fault. Well, but then we watched that Harry Potter special, remember? And in that Harry Potter special, they interviewed some of the directors. Yeah. And the directors claimed credit for some of the biggest differences between the book and the movie. So I'm that like, was cool.
1: Harry Potter where there were some big differences, but the overall storyline
0: was the same. This movie is well, so technically you different. could argue that the overall storyline is still the same. Very loosely. Yes, I think this one, though,
1: I could see how I could be the director. I could see it could be a producer. It could be the screenwriter. It could be the casting director. Like there was just a lot of. Bad decisions. Bad decisions. Cool. Hey.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah uh, uh, facts. So here's okay. the thing. It could be Stefan, Mr. Fang Meyer's fault. Could be the screenplay writer's fault. Peter Buckman definitely wasn't the music guy's fault. Patrick Doyle. He's done music for other movies before. The m- music in this movie is good. It is the only redeeming factor of this movie. It does have that like classic fantasy feel in the music okay so Patrick Doyle did his job he's the only one who did his job (laughs) and then casting oh my gosh these two people take a huge chunk of blame when we get to my grievances Priscilla John and Mindy Marin were the casting directors and I just don't know how they could have gone they got like maybe two characters right yeah that's it yeah like you had one job, and it was a very important one, and you failed, so hmm. all right, so brief story synopsis for those of you who are less familiar with the inheritance books or you haven't read it in a while, yada, yada, yada. Aragon is the first book in the inheritance series. But the story follows the protagonist, the main character, who is a young, a young boy named Aragon. He's 15 when this story starts, despite what the movie would have you believe. He's only 15. And basically, he lives with his uncle and his cousin in a small town along the Spine, which is like a little mountain range in Alagasia, which is the country, the the land that he lives in. And um, while he's hunting in the mountains of the spine one time, who like the townsfolk all think is cursed for whatever reason. So he doesn't have much competition when he goes and hunts there. He finds what he thinks is just a really pretty, like large gemstone, but it turns out to be a dragon egg and it hatches for him. And he bonds with this dragon named Sephira and it pushes him and kind of starts him and his family on this long journey where they learn more about the dragon riders, the corrupt king of the land who also is a dragon rider. Um, He goes and you know, he ends up learning more about the elves and the dwarves like it's very cool. You get to learn about all sorts of different cultures and all of the different kinds of people that live in this land. Okay. Um, I'm bad at remembering where this story ends and where the first one <laughs> and the this second one. This one ends with them uh heading towards Ellis Ellis Mirror. Because they're not they're not in they haven't gone to see the elves yet, right? They're no. still in the Yeah, sorry. I I've read this book series so many times. It's like um Percy Jackson, where I like start to lose what yeah. happens Which, in each book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where is the line? Yes, this one ends. Because where I can't trust the movie. I know where the movie ends. The movie ends with the great battle. Yeah, which is... In, um, in like, ridiculous. the mountains where they, they, they've taken refuge with, like, the rebels, basically. Yeah. Um. um no, they... But uh, I, the, I think that's pretty accurate to where the book ends as well, actually. It's kind of similar. Again, at, at the very, very, very basic concept core level, they kind of follow the same storyline. Um. But yeah, so that's that's my synopsis, I guess. Um, Like I've said before, Christopher Paolini, he definitely dives into a lot of detail and he does a lot of world building. So obviously there's more I could say. But let's just go into it, I think. Right. All right. So according to my notes, I went first in our last episode when we talked about Rogue One. So you will go first today, which means we can end with my giant rant for my number one.
1: <laughs> yes. Um, so it's going to be a doozy, that's for sure. Uh, so I'm just going to start with the um, the casting and CGI <laughs> issues. Um. There's so many to talk about. I mean, I can forgive some differences in appearance. I know you're never going to find that perfect character. You know, I and maybe like one or two being off. I can look over. But when every single character looks different you start to have some issues with it. Like, did they even read the book? (laughs) Or did they just go, yes, generic hero man must be blonde with blue eyes. Like, the uh, romantic interest must be, like, pretty and womanly. (laughs) Feminine, I should say. And, like... The bad guy needs to look this way. I just feel like they just didn't read the book descriptions at all. At all. Like at all. Like Like at all. Aragon. They're all wrong. (laughs) Brown hair, brown eyes, pretty like 15-year-old, kind of like awkward, generic dude. Nope, 17, blonde hair, blue eyes, very heroic looking from the get-go. Not right. Um, I won't touch too much on Arya, because I know you're going to talk about her. Oh, I'm going to go off. I'm going to go off. Her description and how she looks are probably the most different. They're literal opposites. (laughs) Complete opposite. Like, literally night and day. Like, in the book, she's night. In the movie, she's day. Like, so different. Um,
0: Braum is... Probably the closest. Brahm is the only one that I love. And you cannot talk anything bad about Jeremy Irons. He is the no. only. When I said that the casting directors did like one person yeah. correctly. That's who I was talking about. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like Brahm is the closest in description. Um, And then you have. Let's see who else is so horrible. I mean, Galatrix isn't even supposed to be in this
0: movie. Well, he's mentioned in the book, but you never see him.
1: Yeah, you're not supposed to see him. So that's its own. Issue. Um, <laughs> it's just like even like the small characters like Angela, they totally changed. At the beginning there, and there's like characters that they eliminated, and characters like the Raz, the Razak, Razak. How
0: do you say it? The Razak, Razak. Look, that's how I've always said it. But I have my book right next to me, and I can look at the little glossary he has. At oh, the there end. you go. <laughs>
1: there you go.
0: They do not have that in here. <laughs> oh yeah, they do. Yeah, Razak, 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 Razak. Um.
1: They're totally different. They like made them like more stupid. They like don't talk. They just like hiss and snarl and they're like covered in rags and stuff. Like in the book, they like can have conversations.
0: Yeah, but they do also like speak to each other in like their own hissy. I tongue feel like language. they really like dumbed them down
1: though, for sure.
0: Yeah, probably.
1: And then, um, The fact that the elves, none of them have the pointed ears like they're supposed to. The dwarves aren't short like they're supposed to be. I don't listen. (laughs) Like, every race is supposed to have its characteristic, you know? Very classic Tolkien where each one is different and you can tell who's, what race someone is by looking at them. The movie was just like, nah. Nah. They're just all going to look like people and it's really, really dumb. Um, and then let's talk about Sapphira for a hot second.
0: Just her, talk about her too. Just her, (laughs) uh, her appearance is totally different. I'm so mad about it because it's like, they were like, Oh, it's a girl dragon. So we have to make her look pretty somehow. It's like, no, she's still a dragon and she's yeah. supposed to look like a dragon. Yeah. She's supposed to look like a like a, a fierce beast. Like, yeah, I and what's
1: interesting is some of the early movie posters showed Safira with like the bat like wings like she's supposed to have, you know, the dragon
0: that she's supposed to be. <laughs> and
1: then somehow they were like, nah, you know, what would be cooler feathers
0: on a dragon. Well, here's the thing. D- there are a lot of different, like, in lore, right? And, like, different cultures of d- what dragons are and what they yes. look like. There are a lot of different descriptions. But the the dragon style that Christopher Paolini took away was the medieval yes. look of dragons. Very which European. Is bat-like wings, spikes, horns fangs that you fangs, can see at yes. all times coming out of their mouth like huge powerful not, scaly creatures <laughs> yeah not something you want to hang out with
1: very intimidating and they Ferocious.
0: just are <laughs> like
1: no she needs to be friendly looking i'm like no that was that was a bad call yeah. and that one it's not even casting because I'm like that was just you making the design so that is 100% that was on them that whoever the
0: design whoever was like the art director would the art director have kind of uh, overseen and that and they'd have
1: a part in it but the director would be the one to like give the approval and it, it clearly they did have some designs of her with the bat like wings because those were on the early posters mm-hmm. so someone at some point went no change it and it's yeah the worst decision
0: art direction was done by six different people anyway so we Uh, were so it was
1: all a mess um so yes that is my number three just the fact that they got every single description wrong except for one
0: just all wrong yeah yeah basically okay well my number three is just in general i have a child coming to me with something um (laughs) The movie moves too fast. You can't. There you go. Um, sorry. The movie did it just moves too quickly, and you can't. You can't really understand, really like the heaviness of certain parts because it just jumps from one thing to the. And I understand like. Actually, of of the inheritance books, it's not the biggest one. It's the smallest, yes, but it, it is, is still. I don't know. I so I have the hardcover copy, and the hardcover like original publication. That's the one I have. Is four hundred and ninety-seven pages it's of actual joke. story. A couple more pages when you have glossary and all that kind of stuff, right? But. Harry Potter a bunch of the Harry Potter books are longer mm. and the Harry Potter movies storylines didn't feel quite this just haphazardly shoved together and rushed That's through. That's fair. That's fair. I don't know. I just felt like they they included things that weren't that important and then didn't include the things that were important and I mean again, good thing that there's no more movies because they definitely skipped a lot of characters and moments that do become important later, like in Eldest or in uh, Brissinger. right? Like there are things that get introduced in this book that come back. Certain characters and things like the twins that never show up in this movie. They don't name a lot of the very important people. <laughs> Yeah, you what have was no idea who his uncle like. They don't even give his uncle a name. <laughs> like, no, come on. Um, they never refer to Nasuada or Hrothgar by name. Like, they—that's true. They minimize some very important characters, and then totally altered and changed others. And then just in general, just really sped up a bunch of stuff. It oh, doesn't yeah. make any sense. Like. Mm, it just bothers me we needed more with naswada and hrothgar we needed more of the stuff with brahm obviously that stuff's included in there but it feels very rushed through um the stuff with angela is done incorrectly (laughs) (laughs) oric is totally just like obsolete and forgotten about And instead they, I I don't know, they they, first of all, they put way too much emphasis on some sort of romance between Arya and Aragorn, which is non-existent at this point. No, it's Aragorn thinks she's really pretty and like has a crush on her and she wants absolutely nothing to do with him. She's like this 15 year old is dumb. He's he's 15 and she's an elf who has already been around for a while, you know, like yeah that is not happening right now there is no way like, no <laughs> so um and then the, and then again with the Galbat- galbatrix stuff yes he is not in the movie but they took up a bunch of film no, 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 time no. like screen he's time. not in the book he is I in mean, the movie that's what i meant yeah like he's mentioned you know who he is you know that he wants aragon and he's supposed Sapphira. to be the big comedy at
1: the end that you you don't build up he is the fire lord
0: of this he (laughs) is the fire lord exactly (laughs) but it's like you don't fight him in season one they waste screen time showing him on screen more than once multiple times he he makes several appearances um he Possesses this map that like shows everything. Yeah, like, what he doesn't the heck know where we That's, that's <sighs> like half of the like battle or suspense in the books is like, they don't know where we are yet. Like, they're trying to find us, but they don't know where we are yet, kind of thing. But they like totally remove that. Yeah, the movie's like, they, I they, know exactly where you are. <laughs> they simplify I have a map. it to. Oh, that he just wants them dead? Like no he doesn't. No, he, he doesn't. He wants to rebuild the like this this group, this Dragon Riders, which, you know, used to be this really strong, powerful group of of warriors essentially that he basically took a huge part in destroying. Um, yeah. Lol. But he wants to rebuild it. And so he doesn't want to kill Aragorn and Sephira. He wants them to join him. So that he has more dragon riders in his ranks, but they just completely skip over that as well. So, yep, not not thrilled about it. Um, so, so that that that's what I'll say for my number three. We need to keep going. <laughs> yes. So what's your okay. number
1: two? My number two is what was my number two again? Oh, the final battle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I don't know if they knew they weren't going to get another movie. (laughs) Like, they kind of set it up for a second, but at the same time, I feel like they were like, we need to make this battle dope because we're probably not going to get another one. (laughs) Because I feel like with series, like, you know, things build and like Mm -hmm. the first big battle is
0: never that big
1: like it's not like this is a small battle yeah this
0: was a big battle and it was the finale of this book
1: but they acted like it was the finale of like everything because they like bring in Galbatrix is like there and you're like
0: no no he's not The, the, the main antagonist in this first one is just Durza yeah the shade like that's all they're worrying about really in this first book yeah, which don't get me wrong very powerful with his magic oh yeah right? like yeah a definite threat but it's not like they're having to worry about fighting any other dragons or any other like really strong powerful warriors there's just this very scary magician sorcerer guy which they call a shade named Durza who again I do really like Robert Carlyle. I think he was a good choice for that role. But then the costume designers and every like whoever took on that role part of they just went over the top again. They just mm-hmm. went crazy with what he looked like. Yeah. Um, so there's the whole part so. where like
1: I'm like trying to narrow it down. One thing that I actually think they could have included in the battle and would have been cool was learning more about Durza's past. hmm. Like in the book, you kind of see like his past when he was a human and like the evil spirits and stuff like that was kind of like, whoa, that's a very interesting backstory. And the movie didn't show any of that. <laughs> He just skipped right on over that, and I was like, come on. They finally give you, like, the cool stuff you were looking for, and then you just totally ignore it. So dumb. And then, instead, they're like, you know what would be better? No, what if Sephira gets, like, seriously injured, and, like, that's the drama? And I'm like, sure, man. Why not? Sure. Sure. (laughs) Like, the whole... They just they they really ramped it up to eleven when it it didn't need to be ramped up to eleven. They and I know we've said this in many an episode. They really wanted a lot of drama. They love the drama, and they really did that in this final battle. Like, um, Durza, like the way that he uses his magic, is really weird and like the fact that he conjures this like giant monster like
0: that doesn't happen at all no it's a lot of a lot of the 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 scary part to me at least a lot of the the really like scary part of um like the fear inducing that's the word i'm looking for mm. Um, aspects of a shade's magic is that it's unspoken yeah right they can perform this magic without saying anything they can infiltrate your mind and just basically like destroy you from the inside out if you aren't equipped to protect your mind right and Mm -hmm. that i just that's the that was the freaky part to me the first time i read this and every time i reread it like how do you defend yourself against something that's not physically there? But in a movie, I, I guess it's harder to portray that. So, of course, they had to come up with something physical that would be scary. <laughs> for yeah. them To fight.
1: <laughs> or the fact that when he does kill Durza, he then is attacked by these like evil spirits. That could have been a really intense scene. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, nah, he just is dust. And then he and then it's over. And then it's like, like that's it. So and then the fact that like the place where they have the battle Farthendur Farthendur However you say that. hmm Farthendur. Okay. Um it's supposed to be like a mountain, like a full on hollowed well, it's out. A mount-
0: it's a part of a mountain range.
1: But like it's like a a hollowed out chunk of a mountain. Yeah. Which is insane.
0: And I feel like the... Well, they're dwarves. It's not that insane.
1: uh, But, like, it's supposed to be very, like, you know, crazy to, like, think about in your brain. Like, that's a very dope place to have a a final battle. And I Mm -hmm. feel like the movie, it was less dope. It was kind of like a small mountain. With, like, a little, like... A little poop. (laughs) (laughs) No <laughs> <A little boop. laughs> so that's my number two i just think that the final battle they took away the cool stuff at like from the book and put in unnecessary drama
0: right that's accurate <laughs> yeah so my number two just Sephira and her development kind of in general so we kind of already touched on one aspect was one aspect of what bothered me was her look yeah right and and how they really didn't do it accurately at all and that it shouldn't have been difficult at all like, to get yeah. it right. Like, they do the CGI. They make the Cowan design. Christopher goes into so much detail in descriptions about literally everything. Even every the character, cover. Every setting. The cover of the book. Yeah, that too. <laughs> you <laughs> had literal art to go off of. <laughs> but it, 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 it bothered me, to be sure, right? But then just in general, also, you get... Let me look at my notes here. Hmm. So much to talk about when it comes to Saphir. I know. Okay, so won't touch on everything. Obviously, there's a lot. So mm-hmm. Safira had been in her egg for about 100 years. Yes, it's kind of cool. Dragons basically choose who they hatch for. Yeah. Because when they bond with a human, it's like for forever. Like that, that bond is forever. If the human dies, the dragon dies too, kind of thing. Yeah, it's a it's a big deal. Um, and well, and it's not just humans, right? It can be an elf. Yeah. I don't think dwarves have ever been dragon riders. It's really just humans and elves. But we don't we don't um, know. We don't know the full history. But in the movie, it's like Sephira tells Aragon, like, I've waited a thousand years to hear you. like no. So shut dramatic. Up. That's not so it at all. Dramatic. <laughs> you didn't, it's not like she knew it would be Aragon as she was this little tiny baby dragon in an egg. Yeah, like, like she had visions of who it was going no, to be. It's no, it's not. Like Again, why dramatize it that badly? Um, her looks are completely wrong. Um, along with her looks being wrong, her fire is wrong. Her oh, fire yeah. should be blue, too. Everything about her is blue. <laughs> why is the fire she breathes orange? It should be blue. <laughs> um. And not to mention that she starts breathing fire at the wrong time. Also, like, when they go into this final battle, they're kind of like, well, we have a dragon that still can't even really do anything. (laughs) She's like
1: not that old. She's still learning. She's young.
0: And not and and, and don't get me wrong, like in the book, they do mention how like quickly she's growing, Mm -hmm. but she's not full grown even by the end of this book. No. especially because you see right spoiler alerts i guess um further down the books when you do start meeting other dragons obviously galbatrix's dragon i guess not obviously but they explain it galbatrix's dragon is insanely massive partially he's because dragon. he's so older he's such an he's such an older dragon but galbatrix like use magic to also make him bigger and more powerful yeah, um, like dark magic and like bad stuff that you shouldn't do. Um, but then you meet other dragons that haven't been necessarily enhanced with magic, but just because they're older and they've been around longer, they're a lot bigger than her. <laughs> like, so, yes, she grows quickly, but it's not like she's full grown at the end of this book. Like, she's still got plenty of... She's the, still she's a baby. <laughs> she's still a baby. I Just a baby. Um, <laughs> she... So in the movie, it's very early on that she learns to fly. And it's because Aragon. it's because she's still small enough that Aragon can like pick her up and like throw her in the air. Yeah, what? What was and that? And then it's like short little transition and boom, suddenly she's huge and then speaks to Aragon. Yeah. All wrong order, all wrong development, all wrong. So in the book... She learns to fly on her own because she's a dragon and it's a natural instinct that she will learn when she's, you know, when her wings are big enough and she comes to the right stage in her development to fly. But she started speaking to Aragon through that, like, mental telepathy thing, right? Because of the, um, because of the Gedway Ignacia, right? Like, they're linked. Yeah. Their minds are linked. Like, she starts speaking to him when she's a few days old.
1: Yeah. Because when you speak with your brain, you don't
0: need to be that old. It's not like she talks, talks. Yeah. She's all dragons speak through like a mental thing. It's different. It's like she's talking. They don't have vocal cords. They don't have like lips and a mouth that can form words the way we do. (laughs) Like it's different. Would not work. So she speaks to him after just after a few days and he comes up with her name kind of through her like approval. Yeah, they, they pick it together. He finds out like a bunch of different dragging names from Brom and is like, OK, like I'm going to take some of these to her and like we'll we'll see what which one matches her. Right. Like, yeah, see which one she her, likes is her name. And it's like a it's not like he just like gives her a name. It's not that like it takes forever for her to talk to him like they're speaking and building that bond from just a few days after she hatches. Yes. So obviously there's more, there's a lot of other like little differences, but those are like the big ones that really bothered me. Yeah. So I'll leave it at that. But uh, along with what we've already talked about, like obviously they just destroyed her characterization too. And, who did her voice? I wasn't, I wasn't like upset about who did her voice. I didn't, I didn't think it was bad necessarily. No, She's definitely not but, the worst one. No, but it, it didn't, it just didn't match. Sophia's personality in the book. Let's say that, mm-hmm. but neither did anybody's personality no. match in this movie. So, um, Rachel Wise, Rachel Weeze weiss weiss probably wise you say this person's last name um that's her voice oh she's married to daniel craig oh interesting fun she's in the mummy oh i like her okay well she did a decent job of all of the people they chose she's probably her and like jeremy irons and robert carlisle are probably like the only ones that were done well so yeah Okay, that was my number two. So, okay, honorable kind of mentions. Already mentioned a lot of honorable mentions. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, I mean, there's so much that you could say because there's so many differences.
0: Um, I mean, Murtaugh is totally different. Yeah. Yep. Not how I pictured him at all. Don't get me wrong; they chose like very attractive actors to play all of these dudes, but like. Yeah. Not how I pictured him.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Hrothgar was just a totally different dude. It didn't
0: didn't look like like a dwarf. shouldn't even have been in it. Um, No. If we really want to get his sword, which of course I want to get finicky. His sword is wrong. Sword is wrong. The season's wrong. It's supposed to be winter, isn't it? Well, it takes it it starts in the beginning of winter and then obviously time passes. But yeah, but it is not winter at the beginning of the movie. I feel like they don't give the correct story and emphasis as they should to. The dragon riders and like the eggs and what other eggs exist and
1: the history and the lore behind it it in the
0: first place. And yeah. Yep, that's fair. Anyway, I mean, there's so much. This, yeah. It's so bad. It's so bad. So th- we could go on and on and on. Um, and I don't have time to go on and on and on because I do no. have to get to work after this. So, yeah,
1: we'll have to keep it brief. And our number ones are going to take a bit of time. So we'll probably just yeah. dive right so into let's, those. Let's
0: just, let's just dive into our number ones. And then we also have some fan faux pas to share. So, yes.
1: All right. So my... Number one is the fact that they made Aragon too heroic. And they they tried to, like, make him seem like this, like, really smart, really, like, heroic Instead dude. of the dumb
0: 15-year-old that yeah, he actually he's is. he's an idiotic
1: 15-year-old <laughs> that has a lot of learning and growing to do. Like, that is his character arc, is that he starts out kind of dumb and kind of blind and kind of naive, and he through the four books, grows into a hero. Like, he... It takes him some time. He does some really dumb stuff. Like... For example, let me uh, pick out some of the ones that I... wrote down. Um, The fact that Aragon like... somehow finds out... Like about his uncle being a dragon rider. Like,
0: his he doesn't... His uncle's not a dragon rider. Or not his
1: uncle, sorry. Why did I say um, his uncle? Brom. He's <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, like, Uncle Garo dies. Okay. No,
0: Uncle Garo <laughs> dies,
1: yes. No, um, he, like, guesses at Brom being a dragon rider, like, early on in the movie. In the book, like, that is, like, a last second before Brom dies revelation, and Aragorn's like... What like it's not like he, you know, is like, oh yeah, I knew you were a dragon rider from the minute I saw you. Like, no, Aragon <laughs> had no idea. He's 15. All he cares about is himself. Yes. Um They also like really keep Aragon from like getting these stupid injuries that he gets a lot during the books. He gets hurt mm-hmm. a lot. Like, he gets hurt when, like, with from Sephira, when, like, Sephira is, um, when is it? I know that Sephira hurts him at one point. Anyways, he gets hurt later on. He's supposed to get, like, this big, um, sorry, I'm trying to look through my notes. Oh, yeah, he's supposed to break his wrist when he slips in a stream. <laughs>
0: Uh-huh. Oh yeah, he's dumb. Well, he's not dumb. He's clumsy and young. Yeah. Well, and a little dumb. (laughs) Um, but, like, that, like,
1: forces him to learn how to fight with his left hand. Like, it, like, gives him growth opportunities. But, like, also, yeah, he slips in a stream and hurts his wrist. He also, oh, yeah, he also is supposed to, like, fight the, um, is it the?
0: Urgles that he fights? There's too many... Hard words. <laughs> it's not a Good. hard word. You're correct. They're Kay. Urgles. Yes. I'm trying They're to think like, the
1: ones... Sorry, I Honestly,
0: have... the thing I would compare them to are, like, goblins.
1: Yeah. And I feel like in the the book, it, like, gives him more reason to fight. He, like... Like, he knows that they're, like, hurting
0: people. He, like, wants to help people. Well, and also they, yeah, they're literally, like, ransacking. Not to mention that when they're on their way to, um, like, when they're trying to get to Farthender, like, Mm -hmm. the Urgles are literally, like, chasing them, I believe, and, like, trying to attack them. So
1: Yeah. Whereas I feel like in the movie, they just, like, he he just attacks them and kills them, and they don't really, like, touch on even, like you know, what what they they are or what they do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it doesn't give him that, like, reason for fighting. And then there's the whole final battle, which I already kind of talked about. But, like, it's not supposed to be. Aragon is not this, like, really honed, trained warrior at this point in time. Like, No. I mean, he's he's been
0: training. He's been training.
1: He trains with a lot of people. But he's not like an amazing warrior, an amazing fighter. And it's kind of like, um, a miracle that he (laughs) does what he does in the book. I feel like, like, I feel like it comes across like, wow, that was like really scary. I could have died. Like, I'm glad that it didn't go worse. And I don't think that they portrayed that as well in the movie. Where it was mm-hmm. like, they're like, yeah, Aragon's the hero now. Like, it felt very f- complete within this movie. Again, I don't know if they knew they weren't going to get more. Where I feel like they tried to complete Aragon's hero journey all within this movie. When his real hero when journey really, happens. like, he
0: still makes, he, he makes a lot of mistakes in this first book. Yeah. And he continues to make a lot of mistakes, especially when it comes to like the elven language and like the language that he you use for magic mm-hmm. like you you just make a small slip of the tongue and it means something entirely different kind of thing and that really comes back to bite him later on um yeah when he thinks he gives a baby a blessing and it ends up being more of a curse like it's it's rough like yeah he is not perfect he is young and still learning a lot of things yep
1: and then like the end battle, like he gets that scar from Durza and it's like mm-hmm. a it's like a pretty gnarly scar and I feel like it like is kind of like a reminder to him as he continues his journey into the next one and continues his training in the next book. Mhm. I feel like they didn't really like emphasize that. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> like it was kind of like, "Oh, yep. Yeah, okay. And now we're all going to go our separate ways. And there's no like. Dream is it a dream or a vision. I don't know. It's whatever you want to call it of like. Where they need to go next and and, like how the story is going to continue. Yeah. So. Yeah, I if I had to narrow it down to just a little bit, I would just say that they really wanted Aragon to come across as a typical male protagonist hero role. Love
0: interest. Blah, blah, blah. Part
1: of the appeal of the Inheritance series and of Aragon.
0: It's a giant buildings Roman. It's a coming of age story. Yeah. He's not of age yet.
1: (laughs) Yeah, is that he starts out as kind of a dumb 15-year-old boy who's clumsy and... Wasn't trained from the time he was a kid to be this warrior and has to get thrown into this adventure and learn and grow. And I just don't think the movie got that, along with many other things that they didn't
0: get. No. So. Speaking of what they didn't get. (laughs) I don't know why this is the thing that bothers me the most. I mean i'd say it's the biggest difference but it's always bothered me the most and that is Arya. just in general yeah what she yeah, looks like fair. how she behaves how she interacts with her just her entire character is so wrong and so off we've already kind of talked a little bit about i mean you mentioned it but i'm gonna mention it again yeah she i didn't go too far into to be it basically like other than her very pale skin, dark in like every other way, dark hair. She wears dark clothing, dark leather, black, blah, blah. Like she's dark. She has green eyes, and like pale skin and pointed elvish ears. Again, like they all didn't the give any are supposed to have. of the non humans any of their characteristics that they should have had. But in the movie. She's got like red hair and blue eyes, and she's like warm and outgoing and like flirty. And I'm just like, stop everything. I hate it's this. So bad. <laughs> so, like, mm, there's zero romantic affection at this point. Absolutely none. Like, if anything, she literally sees him as a child at this point, okay? Because he is. He is a child. he <laughs> is. And she is a fully grown elf. So she's lived long enough to be considered an adult elf. righty? Okay. So other than that, the story and her story isn't right. So Arya puts herself into a self-induced coma because she has been tortured endlessly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And... She puts herself into a coma to slow the effects of poison that has been given her. Aragon finds her already in this coma. (laughs) When he finally finds her, she's in the coma already, okay? And they don't get her out of that coma until they've reached the Varden, okay? Yeah, she's really not. She's not awake and like talking to him and flirting with him and stuff, okay? She's out of it and it takes him forever to try and figure out a way to communicate with her at all because he's young and dumb and new to the ways of magic and she is highly skilled at protecting and blocking off her mind right he finally does and that's how we learn kind of what she went through and why she's in the coma the way she is but like that that was all completely like ignored and left out of the movie she is covered in like bruises and cuts since and, like, she has been tortured. Yeah. She looks rough. Like she looks really rough that, and she's knocked out in a coma. Whereas in the movie, it's like, it's not until after they escape that Durza somehow poisons her and then she collapses, but she's awake and talking and it's just entirely different. But Other than the obvious story flaws, the biggest thing is just that her personality is all wrong. Mm. Is she respectful? Sure. I mean. But but I I would still say that she's. As much as Amy, if, if anything, I was gonna. I would say that she doesn't really like him that much. Yeah, she's I was like, as much like as much as Amy. Re- adult, I can't believe this dragon chose towards you. a teenager. Like, yeah, that's the kind of vibe I get from her in this book. Is really, you're who she chose. You're, you're who the dragon, this dragon cr- hatched for. Seriously, like, yeah. And if anything, I even get hints of envy. Oh yeah, for sure. Because Arya's like. I had the egg and the egg didn't hatch for me. And it hatched for the dumb, dumb you. You <laughs> dumb 15-year-old human boy child like. Yes. And so those are the vibes and feelings I get from Arya in this book. And from the next one, like mm-hmm. It's not even really until maybe the end of the next one that they start to have some sort of fr- actual like friendship. And there's really no indications of romance at all until the very end of the series. Yeah. And even then, I personally don't like that. I don't like it because... And that's not a movie thing. That's a book thing. But I, yes. I don't... I, I, It doesn't follow her personality and her character development in my mind for her to suddenly see him in different light because he's still really not that much older and they're still very different, but... That's neither here nor there. Yes, that's a different problem. For this movie thing, it was done all wrong. Just all very, very wrong. And I could not stop thinking about it when I watched this movie. It bothered me so bad. Like, and it still bothers me. It hasn't stopped bothering me. I have not watched this. I had not watched this movie since it came out in theaters because I hated it so much. I do not like it any more than I did then. Yeah, that's fair. So, I mean, uh, it's just, it's bad, but I'll I'll end there. Fair enough.
1: Okay, we have two FanFoPaws, right? Yeah, we have a couple. Do you want to read the one in the messages and I'll read the one in the
0: comments? Yeah, sure
1: okay uh so this one is from uh sort of a lot cosplay on uh instagram and she says what movie no aragon movie has ever been made what a shame (laughs) and then she goes on to say but if i had to narrow it down to just a few complaints about the movie that unfortunately does exist they tried to pack way too much into just one movie and ended up cutting a lot of crucial story. They condensed the story down to such a short time frame when in the book it happens over a much longer period of time. And maybe this is just my personal preference, but I feel like their casting really did not hit the mark with the exception no. of Jeremy Irons. <laughs> and the characters just didn't feel right, especially Arya. Yep. Mm, yes. Yep. Beautifully said. Wonderful. I said. feel like this series would make a great like tv show like you could really you know have it happen over a long period of time this series
0: needs a tv show yeah like really to be done justice that's Mm -hmm. what it needs right like yeah with how much detail and the so many characters and all the side characters and the different kind of stories that are all happening to do it true justice you need to do a tv show or like, like extended a mini-cut movies or something, you know? <laughs> like. Yeah. A good old BBC miniseries. A good old mini-series. They only do that for Victorian lit, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, all right. So this this other one comes from We Ship It Podcast. And I should have asked them because they didn't sign who it's from. So this could be from Steph or Devin. One of them. One of them, but we we love them over at We Ship It Podcast. But they said I'm really trying to scratch my brain here, but is there anything that they did right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Maybe some of the casting was decent, but the directing and writing of the story did not aid them. It lacked storytelling and real emotion. I remember waiting for this movie to come out. I hadn't read the book yet, but it's dragons. So, of course, I had to see it. (laughs) And when I finally saw it, I was disappointed. As someone who has not even read the book yet, I was dissatisfied with the movie as it did not live up to what I thought it could be. Now, having read it, I cannot compute how they managed to royally mess this text up. (laughs) Okay, so there's someone who even even when they hadn't read the book yet, the movie wasn't good. So I guess there you have it. It's just not a good movie. (laughs) No, it's just bad. It's It's just really not great. Oh, it's really not. Okay, well, um, I think those are the only fan faux we have. Did we, did we have any on Facebook or anything? Not that I saw. Okay. Um, in that case, it is just time to answer the age-old question of was the book better? Yes. 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 I
1: mean, you cannot debate this one.
0: No, you cannot. Mm the movie is just not good no it's so bad yeah it's so bad so the book i understand why some people have maybe not wanted to read the books because they do look very long they look intimidating Mm -hmm. but it is such a good story i really do like the story and if you're one of those who hasn't read the books, but you've seen the movie and reading the movie made you go, I don't want to read the books. The book is so much better than the movie. So don't let that turn you off from it either. Um, I mean, I really think that that's all there is to say about it. Yeah. Hallelujah. They didn't butcher any of the other books. But also, yeah, I am thank still goodness. patiently we only waiting. Have to do the one. I am waiting for honestly, honestly. You know who should pick it up. I don't think Disney Plus. You know, like Disney Plus can do yeah. Percy Jackson. That's fine. You know who like needs to do Aragon as a series is HBO. Mm-hmm. They did Game of Thrones.
1: Well, and Aragon isn't
0: quite as intense Game as Thrones Game of Thrones, of Thrones. There at the end.
1: So yeah, but you're that's be because
0: they got ahead of the books.
1: These yeah, books are all true. written
0: and published. Just follow the books and you've got a great story. You've got a great show. <laughs> it's not that so, hard. Except apparently it's not it bad. is. All righty. Well, um, next week, Minisode. Do we know what we're doing for next week's Minisode yet? All right. Next week, surprise Minisode. <laughs> <laughs> surprise Minisode next week. And then starting in June we will be beginning the divergent series so that's what's coming next is we're doing another series We'll, we'll be doing divergent so
1: and i have never read them nor seen the movies so this will all be new to me
0: that's so weird i have seen some of the movies not all of them well i've read and i've read and seen the same number of books and movies I never read the last book and I never watched the last movie because it didn't interest me at that point, which is weird because normally I'm a pretty big completionist. Where I'm like, if I started, yeah, I have that to. that is surprising. It. But with this one, I was just like, I just didn't like where it was going, but I'll finish it this time. So so that's what's coming next. Otherwise. Um, no other announcements, really. Um, I will keep pestering Taylor to actually get the reading calendar up. Don't worry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Here's hoping one day it'll actually pop up there, but (laughs) otherwise we hope that you have a great week
1: and don't forget
0: to read.